and welcome to GP Works, the podcast about and for general practice from the Irish College of General Practitioners. I'm Dr. Mary Short, and in this podcast, I'm talking to Rukshan Gunawardena, a GP from Bally James Duff and director of the Network of Establishing General Practitioners. Rukshan, you're very welcome, and Hello, I was interested to know about the networking of establishing our young GPs and also about your role as a country GP in Valley James Duff. Thank you, Mary. Uh, delighted to, to be a part of the podcast. Uh, just to give a background about myself, my name is Rukshan Kunwadana. Uh, I'm a GP in, in Cavan, originally from Sri Lanka, and I'm the director of the network of establishing GPs, which we call NEGS. And it's my role to encourage young GPs who are currently graduates or who recently graduated to take up lists in country practice or take up a list or take up a partnership in practice and set up so that they can provide uh, their community with the care that the patients need. So that's your job currently, but how did you get to Ireland or why? And the next question is... Why did you choose general practice above other specialties in medicine? Well, look, it came uh, quite an interesting background, really. So I grew up in Sri Lanka, uh, and at the age of 18, I left Sri Lanka to go to medical school, and that was in Riga, Latvia. So as a Sri Lankan who was used to 30 degrees plus all their life, uh, I left uh, Sri Lanka in December uh, and saw snow for the first time at a temperature of minus 27. So that was quite a shock. I'm sure. Uh, But it was great. I spent a great six years in Riga, Latvia, and then went to England briefly for some internship work, and then ended up in uh, Cavan, Ireland. Uh, And it was brilliant. I think one of the best things that's happened to me was landing in Cavan, Ireland, uh, into A&E. And I loved A&E. and now I'm moving on to the, your next question of why general practice. So I loved A&E. I had great experience in A&E, uh, but I thought that there's no continuity of care in that field. So if I dealt with the patient, I wouldn't know what happened to them a few days later or a few weeks later. Uh, and that's when I realized that general practice would be the solution for that. Not only will I get to deal with acute problems, I'll also get to deal with uh, the chronic disease management and getting to know the patient on a long-term basis. And that's what took me to GP. So how did you make that transition then from hospital medicine into general practice? Well, it was an easy decision. The ICGP has a great GP training program. So uh, applied the same year that I came to Ireland and was fortunate enough to get into GP training. And then uh, that too was in the Northeast scheme. So my first jobs, you know, would have been in Drogheda, uh, Dund- uh, uh, RD and Cavan so it kept me in the region uh, so I spent four years in GP training there and then stayed in the region. And did you have difficulty finding a practice when you when you qualified as a general practitioner? Uh, no, luckily uh, things just happened to fall in place. Uh, when I was finishing up training in my final year I was approached by a local GP who informed me of the availability of practice where two GPs were retiring and we were in a fortunate position because my wife and I are both GPs that we were able to sort of 
move on and transit from two GPs who are retiring to two GPs who are starting. So it just happened to be the right kind of fit that was uh, there. And well, the James Stuff has been a, a great location for us. So we're very happy in the area. And uh, we'd like to think the patients are very happy as well, because uh, as you may know already, there's lots of uh, you know rural towns who are losing out on GPs because they can't find a replacement. Uh, and we just happen to it happened to be a win-win situation for, for both the practice and for us. So did you get a, a GMS list when yes. you you know took over the practice then? Yes, so the retiring GPs list uh, was advertised and I applied for it. And then uh, in a similar way when the other GPs list was advertised, my wife applied for it and we both uh, were successful. And uh, that's yeah. that's how we ended up in Balajim and stuff. That's always useful to be able to get a list, though, isn't it? Absolutely. Makes it easier yeah, yeah. for young GPs if they have a ready-made list. So tell me, did you encounter any problems in that setting? It seems easy when you speak about it, but I mm. wonder... No, certainly it's not a very simple process. You know, there's a lot of paperwork involved. And... Just from a training point of view, you need to be in a position where you feel confident, not only from a clinical point of view, but from a business point of view to take on a practice. And that's something I'd encourage all any medical student listening or a GP trainee listening. Uh, these GP practice is great. Uh, it's a very rewarding career, but you need to prepare yourself to take on a business, uh, take on the employer responsibilities. Uh, it's not it's not for everyone, but when you do get into it, it is a very rewarding job. And are there training modules for young GPs that are around, you know, the business of setting up a practice and the ongoing issues around that? Yes, yeah, so the ICGP would have the practice management module uh, and then there's lots of resources out there for uh, GPs who would want to get into practice mm -hmm. management. So there are support networks yes. for the, the network establishing yeah. the practice. So clearly, Rakshan, you've made a, a big journey from Sri Lanka so to Riga to Bali James Duff. So did you encounter any difficulties because of your ethnicity when you uh, thankfully established? Not. Uh, thankfully not. Uh, I found Ireland to be very similar to Sri Lanka when it comes to the friendliness of people. So... Because when, when my Irish colleagues would go to Sri Lanka, the first thing they say is people are so friendly. Uh, and in the same way, from the time I landed in Cavan, people have been extremely helpful and friendly towards me. Uh, and I suppose in a rural area, uh, people are inquisitive. They ask, you know, about your background. Uh, but certainly I haven't had any difficulties. Uh, very lucky that way. Uh, and I think in general, Ireland is a very hospitable, friendly country. Uh, and um, no, I had no difficulties. At all. That's good to hear. So, how do you find working with your wife? Oh, it's it's you know it's it's got certainly a lot of positives. I have to answer this question very diplomatically uh, <laughs> because I know she will be listening. Um, it it's got its challenges too. The main challenge that I would face is the the going on holidays part because we are the two two GPs in the practice. When we go on holidays, the practice needs a locum to cover it. And certainly finding a locum is a challenge for all GPs uh, in Ireland, especially in rural practice. But saying that it's only an hour and a half from Dublin, so it's finding a GP who, to cover us and then going away on our holidays knowing that our patients are, are well-minded. That's the biggest challenge working with my wife. But the positives are immense as well because when it comes to partnership decisions or evolving the practice, 
we can make decisions quickly and we can be dynamic like say if you want to decide to add a new service we can decide that over a weekend and start on Monday if you want to rather than waiting for a partnership meeting or partners to agree we can be quite dynamic in practice uh, because we're together together yes and so do you bring your work home then uh, we try not to. One thing that we're proud of in our practice is that we like to keep a work-life mm-hmm. balance. And this is something that I tell my younger colleagues because there is a, a, a image of GP partners working late in the night, staying at home, uh, staying uh, mm-hmm. over the practice in the weekends. Uh, so what we do is we try and keep work time as work time. And when we come home, we try and unplug. So we'd like to get home to our kids around half five uh, and you know spend time with them. Uh, we don't bring it home most days, but saying that because of my involvement with college, there are few hours of the day during the week that I spend uh, on the computer doing some work, but I try to do that after the kids are in bed. Yeah, very good, very good. So what advice would you give a, a GP trainee you know, regarding establishing a practice for themselves? And I suppose a question also I'd like to ask you would be, how do you socialize when you're in a small rural community? Uh, so for young GPs, I would say get involved with college, get involved with uh, general practice training and with NEGS so that you can learn what options are available to you once you graduate. And the next part is faculty. So local faculties are a great resource for young GPs. So get involved with your local faculty. That also brings you the social element that you mentioned. Um, and that will get you the connections that you need to establish a practice in an area. Mm-hmm. So say if you want to set up in Galway, go into the Galway faculty. If you want to be in Cork, go to the Cork faculty. Um, and as for personal socialising, you know, we have a good network of friends from the hospital uh, and other local GPs that we would meet up uh, for for evening, you know, dinner with. So. Very good. And if you could give one public message regarding general practice, what would it be? Um, I think general practice is a very challenging environment. Uh, GPs can be isolated uh, in the medical field because it's a patient and the GP in a room. We don't have the supports that hospital colleagues will have. So GPs have to deal with uncertainty in very limited resources, you know, the settings quite challenging but as a patient I think what I'd like them to know is that the GPs do the best they can you know we deal with uh, delays in waiting times we deal with delays with uh, investigations but as a GP I'm an advocate for the patients your GP is doing the best they can for you uh, and ask questions uh, and sort of uh, make everything clear to the GP but realize that as GPs, we do have challenges and sometimes we don't always have the solutions for that. And finally, just about rural practice, uh, you know, it doesn't mean that rural practice is second tier in any way. I think rural practice can be as good, if not better than uh, city practice, because mm-hmm. when it comes to our own practice, we would have, you know, proudly say that we have good quality and standards and we can also offer the continuity of care. So you see the same GPs when you come into a practice. We will see the mother to the child already. I'm not old enough in the practice to see the grandkids, obviously, but that's something that we would so hope to see. Uh, And that's what general practice offers. And so finally, how do you relax, Raksha? 
Oh, my hobbies would be photography, although lately I haven't had much time for it, but it's something that I'm getting into. Uh, photography would be my big thing. It gives me a chance to engage with my family, you know, taking photos of friends and family. But at the same time, it gives me a chance to go outdoors, uh, you know, whether it be just walk to the park locally or whether it be some a drive further away, uh, gets me out and gets me out with the family. Are you going to give us an exhibit in college one of these or days? Or we could certainly do uh, a photography exhibition at one of the winter meetings. That's wonderful. So that's all from GP Works for this episode and I want to thank Rukshan for joining us on this podcast. We hope you like GP Works and do remember there are more episodes on our SoundCloud channel and on iTunes. And do subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss out and let your colleagues know. And I'm Mary Short and thank you for listening. Thank you.